Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah, that is so true, especially if you're getting the hell out of town or you're starting to break, whatever the case may be. We will be around for at least a few more days here at K-Rock into next week because we got to announce the winner for America's Weirdest Relative, and today's your final day for open nominees. In fact, uh, Ali, there's been some calls about some of the nominees that we've already received for America's Weirdest Relative, and maybe it's yours, and today is your last chance to nominate them. Let us know why you believe in your family tree. As always, you do that 23andMe, you'll find out somewhere you got some of that weird DNA. Which relative is it? Will you see them uh, in less than a week for Thanksgiving dinner? Why are they the weirdest? We'll take those calls coming up a little bit later this morning, but take a listen to this. Hi, Klein Alley. I'm not drunk, but I love you. I drive an hour each way from just soon from work, and I listen to your whole podcast every single day. Love show over time. Um, but I was thinking you had a lady on for the weirdest relatives, and she had an old uncle, and only half of his body worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be a great idea for Allie's next pool competition. <laughs> Let me know what you think. Love you. Bye. That's a great idea. <laughs> Let me know what you think. Allie Just went from a- playing uh, one-armed Gary in pool to now if someone's uncle that only half his body works. I bet he'll be great. Uh, yeah, no problem taking Gary's money. I'd love to see you go uh, toe-to-toe with I that think, guy. Klein, you misunderstand. It's that if they want to challenge me to a game of pool, I'm going to treat them the same as everybody else. Right. It's equality. Would you battle an able-bodied person in pool, or are you only taking yeah. on handicapped uh, challengers? The less limbs, the better, but I'll take on anyone. <laughs> All right, pull that clip. Uh, anyway, we got a good hour planned for you today, and uh, you will hear some chili peppers at some point between now and 8 a.m., and that will be your ticket into the sold-out K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Hey, Rick, at 800-520-1067, good morning. Morning. What's up, dude? Nothing. I just uh, was heard you guys talking about the 10 freeway and how quick it's reopening. And? Yeah. Are you on it right now? Are you the first car to drive no, upon no, no, the bridge? No. No, it I just collapsed again. <laughs> I'm staying home. I'm scared. Oh, you are. Okay. Do you work in construction or something? Excuse me? Do you work in construction or something? Uh, yeah. Okay, thank you for the call. What they've they've done right now is they've shored it all up with steel so they can continue to work on it for the next, I don't know, probably six months or so until they get it completely repaired. But it's being held up all by those I-beams. Oh, so they just put a bunch of steel in it, and then they open it up, and then they're going to be working on it, like, way longer than... Exactly. They got it all short. If you look at footage on the news, they got it all short up with I-beams underneath to stabilize it, and then they can continue to work on the underneath side so of it. So the cars will be driving around up top while they're working on the undercarriage. That sounds scary. 
still. Hey. But those Listen. beams look strong. Once again, I don't... I don't know crap about construction. I, I don't... Should use Allie's cankles instead. Oh. I'll hold it up. Allie will go For right six there. months while you work on it. I'll the thing fixed by noon today. Uh, we'll get into a little Johnny Doesn't Know action coming up shortly. Also, we have a real live travel expert joining us today for a live Pick Your Patience. We'll get to that later. Friday morning. If you need us, we're here at 800-520-1067. Some people are heading out of town. I'm checking the text line. Guys, I'm going to be in the car for the next six hours. Look forward to listening to you until the signal cuts out. Well, that won't take long, but you can also follow along on the Odyssey app. Blah, blah, blah. Corporate chill, corporate chill. Hey, uh, do you think I'm a pervert? And I, I don't say that in the same way you are, Allie, because you're a real pervert in the sense that you will actually uh, go around peeping in people's windows. I'm not intentionally peeping. It's just a crime of opportunity. You see a window open and you want to see what's going on. It's not always sex stuff. Sometimes it's couples fighting. Last night I was uh, watching that uh, Thursday night football game. Uh, oh, man. I know, right? <laughs> Lame. Lame. Thank you. And, uh, and the reality is that more often than not... I think we've talked about this before. We wake up really early for this job. If you're up now driving around, you're probably up early for whatever it is you do. And it's very difficult for me to... If if we get on the couch around 9 to start watching a show, there's a good chance by 9... Wow, you start a show at 9? Start a show at 9. That's a terrible idea. Well... That's too late. Well, They're going to fall asleep. Listen. By 9.05, I'm pretty much passed out. <laughs> Every night. Yeah. I don't get far into shows. If we don't put something on by eight, I'm like done. Sometimes. I'm like, I forget it. On some of the streamers that have forced me to watch a commercial first, I am asleep before the commercial's <laughs> even in and before the show has even begun. pg and e. It's very difficult for me to even get to the show. But the last few nights, I have stayed up every single night. And I was telling my wife, I said, hey, because she said to me, you know, it's really annoying. You want to watch these shows. You pick them because, you know, she's that whole, I don't care. What do you want to watch? person and she goes then you fall asleep within five minutes and I'm stuck watching some show I don't care about mm -hmm. so I uh, so we're watching the show now and I told her well, wait before you move on do you have to then resume where you were at no, or I, you can pick up in the I middle I don't care okay I just realized so that like just, she can watch the whole episode and you can just pick up with episode yeah, but two she doesn't but she night. takes her phone out that's her her watching a show is sitting there Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I'm shocked her finger doesn't fly off. Dude, the fact that, that drives me effing crazy, the, the, by the way. The amount of scrolling that goes on, you know, it's like... No, I, I'm like, I don't want to watch it. If you're not going to watch it and you're going to be on your phone, I don't want to watch it with you. See, Forget that, it. That, that's a weird... I, I understand that psychology. I think that a lot of people deal with that. But also, why should it bother you? Like, if you're enjoying because it... Because then she... Kate, if Katie does that, she'll ask me questions. Oh, uh, so she'll pop up every couple And she's couple like, why did that guy kill him? And I'm like, "Are you? were you there 30 yeah. seconds ago? Yeah, sorry. I'm not going to catch you up in the middle of your text conversation. So she'll scroll, I'll sleep, and then the show will have ended and it'll say, you know, at the end... Because we do feel like we've accomplished something when you make it to the end of a show, even though you've really done nothing. When those credits roll, yeah, you're like, yeah! yeah! Yeah, it's like, we did it! And then it's like, and then literally you could ask us any question about the show, neither of us would answer, even like, who's the main character? We'd go like, I don't know. <laughs> I was sleeping, she was scrolling. But the last few nights, I have stayed awake every night, and I said, hey, aren't you proud of me? You said this was a big uh, thing, you wanted me to stay up watch the show. She said, no, the only reason you're staying up watching the show is because there's sex in every episode. Oh. And well, I, that is a, that is a draw for you. It's a draw for everyone. But it's uh, some show called uh, The Girlfriend Experience. It's think, come some show called Bait Bus. It's called Bait Bus. <laughs> uh, there's a bus. It's a travel show, Allie. I love travel shows. And they get a bus and they uh, bait people on it. And then, you know. Uh, you know, some sexy time So, um, 
And I said to her, that's not why I'm staying up. I said, you said it was important to you, so now I'm staying up. What show is it? It's called The Girlfriend Experience, I believe. I think that's the name of it. And it's a, it's like a show... Oh, Jesus, I shouldn't have said this. It's actually about whores, but it's about... It's about <laughs> prostitution. Of course it is. It's about prostitution. Well, it's not about that. It's about... <laughs> it's not about whores. It's about prostitution. To be honest, I don't okay? Even... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not about prostitution. It's about sex workers. They, but the point is this. I said to her, it's not, it's not why I'm staying awake. I'm staying awake because uh-huh. it's a decent show that's caught my attention. Now, the fact that there is a nudity scene every, you know, seven minutes doesn't hurt, but she said to me yesterday, all right, Let's prove, let, I want to prove the theory. So she goes, let's turn it off and put on a different show that has no nudity to see if I could stay oh, away. Oh, man, what'd she Uh-oh. put on? She put on some dumb Succession? documentary <laughs> on um, Netflix called Two Towers or something. Some, oh, that sounds promising. It was like a doc, and I, and I could, within four seconds of that thing going on, I could feel my eyes getting real heavy. <laughs> and you're like, come on, stay away. And I was like, just stay, stay up, man. <laughs> I can't let her be right here. And, uh... And I was so close. Luckily, I was so cl- I was about to be asleep, and I hear her go, "Ah, this is kind of boring. Let's let's go back to the other one." I was like, oh, like, oh, thank oh, God! Yay. Wide awake again. Well, she's probably right. What's no. the last show you stayed awake for besides that one? Then. Uh, it is Dallas. It was another good topical reference, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a forty-year-old movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Rock Klein, Alex. Thanks, Radiohead. If you'd like to join us. For a little round of Johnny Doesn't Know Thanksgiving, call now, 800-520-1067. Got some questions about things. I would say these are questions that uh, even a child could answer, and Postmaster Johnny is not too far away from being a child. He uh, doesn't know a lot, though, about a lot of things. It's very interesting what things he knows a lot about and what things he knows nothing about. Dude, when we uh, a while back when we had those reptiles and spiders and stuff in the studio for Face Your Fears... Um, Johnny was not clear about how many legs spiders have. Yeah, he said they have 16 or something. Or like, At no, one point dude. he said six. He was like, no, nah, they got six. He's like, it's six or 16. We're like, it's eight, Johnny. <laughs> Everyone knows that. He's like, no, nope, pretty sure not. And then he started trying to count the legs on the pretty spider. Pretty sure not. Pretty sure not. He, he's very confident about what things he doesn't know. Uh, this could uh, score you a prize from us at K-Rock and more importantly, bragging rights. It's time for Johnny Doesn't Know. Hit it. Hey. Johnny doesn't know. And I was like, okay. Oh, Johnny doesn't know. I didn't know Vegas was like in Vada for like a while. Johnny doesn't know. Johnny doesn't know. Gelato sounds like jello. Johnny doesn't know. It like goes wiggles. First question What is gelato? You think Johnny will know, Allie? No. And I know we've asked him multiple times. Johnny, what is gelato? It's ice cream. That mic's not working. You're in the wrong mic, dude. Get on blue. Why are you on that one? Oh, Come on. Right. It was right in front of... Are you a rookie, dude? It's ice cream. Ice there you cream. go. Ice cream. Third time's a charm. We finally got it. All right, Johnny, we got some questions here all about Thanksgiving. Do you usually do a traditional kind of Thanksgiving with family, or how do you usually do Thanksgiving? Yeah, we usually go to the Thanksgiving uh, to the Thousand Oaks Mall after dinner to go watch the Black Friday fights. Oh, cool. Oh. Yeah. Nothing more traditional than <laughs> That's that. That's tradition. You don't buy anything? You just watch the people fight and brawl? Yeah. Cool. It's do you good. do a traditional Thanksgiving dinner with turkey and mashed potatoes and everything? Yeah. Turkey, mashed potatoes. No mac and cheese, though. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. I know. Here we go. We got questions. These are things that an average person should know, but will Johnny? We'll start in Riverside. We'll make our way up and down these phones, and all you have to do, you don't need the answer. You just got to predict will Johnny know. The first question for Postmaster Johnny. Let me say hi to... And Janet, you ready to play this? Yes, already. Good morning. All right, the question for Johnny, first one out of the gate, is what department store puts on the annual Thanksgiving Day Parade? Will he know this? 
Um, I'm going to go with yes. Mm, you're going to regret that. Johnny, it's Ladies a tradition. always believe in Johnny. It's been a tradition for millions of years, I feel like. Which uh, department store puts on the annual Thanksgiving Day parade? She says you will know. I know it's the red store. <laughs> the red one with the red logo. But I, it's stuck between JCPenney's and Macy's. But I know it's one of those red stores. It's the red store? You know how they Could have be a the, Target. the red, red logo? No, not Target. It's like those fancy stores. But Macy's sounds more fancy to hold a parade than JCPenney's. So you're going Macy's? I think Macy's. The Johnny red did know. Whoa! I can't believe it. The red store. The red store. Hold on one second. I wish they would just refer to it as the red store. The 87th annual red store Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> they will uh, Janet got hers right. Hold on, Janet. Johnny, I can't believe you stumbled into that. I wasn't Me too. Sure. I wasn't sure you'd get that one. Same. Johnny doesn't know. Thanksgiving edition. By the way, I love that you called JCPenney a fancy store. It was one of the two. I knew they're pretty fancy for something. Uh, Johnny... What three animals make up a turducken? Don't answer yet. Uh, John and Hawthorne, will Johnny know this? Oh, man, he does not know crap. <laughs> with that, that, that is true. Yeah, I do think he's going to know this one. All right, Whoa. he thinks you're going to know this. Johnny, what three animals make up a turducken? Do I have to name all the three animals, or do I just guess That's what the That's literally food is? what he's asking. That is, that is, that is the actual question. But is it the, is it one dish? You have to or name them like Tom and, and Stan. You don't have to give them first names. But what are the three animals? Yes, that make up a turducken. I'm hearing duck in the middle, but nobody's eating duck on on uh, Thanksgiving. But turducken is duck, duckin. Chicken. Are you saying duck and duckin is two separate animals? I'm so lost right now. I'm just making up animals without one here. Is one of, so you, you, I mean, how many duck, legs does a duckin have? Duck has two. You're saying okay, duck and then duckin. It's a duck, it? and then you're saying that Ken sounds like chicken. Duck and chicken are the two animals. I don't know what trick is, or would you say the first animal was? Need an answer because it's uh, three, three animals that make up a turducken. Trees. Trees. trees is a good guess. Trees. I don't know. I'm stumped. I got two out of the three. Two out of three is good, You right? really don't have a third? You can't give me a third animal? One animal? Do you eat this on Thanksgiving? That's, that's when the... That's the whole point of the question. But it's not turkey, though, because turkey's turkey, and this is tree ducking. Oh, man. Wow. I don't really know. This game kind of makes you rethink all of life. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what anything is anymore. Because you guys are so specific on what the answer is, and it's like, it can't be turkey, because turkey's turk. It'd be a turk duckin if it was a turkey, <laughs> not a trick duckin. You he said didn't trick say duckin. trick duckin. I said turducken from the very beginning. <laughs> you said tree duckin. No, no. <laughs> tree duckin. I heard you. <laughs> I heard you. Do you think there's a donkey involved now? I don't know. Now we're just naming. I don't know. What's the real answer? Get, you're not. You got this guy. We, this guy's got. I a, just said turkey. Oh, the, so you're saying turkey? Yeah, turkey. But it's what not else? right. The, what turkey, else? duck, because it says turducken, and then chicken. Is it? Wow. Unbelievable. I'm exhausted, but we got there. You you picked it, and it's unbelievable. You got it right. He's gotten two for two. This guy could clean sweep the Thanksgiving edition. He's crazy because he's getting the answers right, but somehow still... We feel dumber. Yes. My head hurts right now, dude. (laughs) Yeah, all of us. Take the rest of of the day off after this. Uh, Let's say hi to Moses on K-Rock. Moses, welcome to K-Rock. Good morning. Good morning. All right, here we go. The next question for Johnny. You don't need the answer. You just need to know if he'll know. The first Thanksgiving dinner took place between these two groups of people. Will Johnny know the answer to this? Uh, He should definitely know this. He should know it. That's 
that's kind of all questions. He should know. But will he know is the actual question. Uh, he says you will. Johnny, the first Thanksgiving took place between which two groups of people? It was the pilgrims who came off the Mayflower. And it was between, if I'm saying this politically correct, the natives. The natives on the island. On America. On, the, yeah, island. the island. <laughs> on the Man, you were doing so good until you said island. What island is Thanksgiving on? The California. Okay. The exotic island of California? Jamaica man. <laughs> Johnny. The natives came here and they had dinner with the natives. The natives came here and had dinner <laughs> no, with the, the natives? One more time. The pilgrims came off the Mayflower yep. to America, and they had dinner with the natives. Hey, shout out your college real quick. Cal State University Northridge, Seaside, baby. <laughs> they love it. They love it when we do that. They're actually paying us to not mention them during this segment. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's good. Uh, he got his right. Everyone's saying Johnny will know, and Johnny's gotten three for three. Let's it's go. It's remarkable. I'll give two more people a shot. This has never happened like this before, Allie, where he's gotten these questions right. Let's say hi to. I'm really uh, proud of Johnny. I Chad. feel like he's oh. making some improvements, and also if he's not sure, he's using process of elimination to get there. Right. Chad in uh, Long Beach. The question for Johnny is: uh, What part of the turkey do people break in order to have good luck happen for them? Uh, will Johnny know the answer to this? I'm going to go with yes on this one. Okay, people are locking on it. A lot of confidence you've gotten from the audience in recent weeks, Johnny. What part of the turkey do people break in order to get good luck to happen to them? It's the leg, right? Because you break the leg off the body and you just eat the turkey leg. <laughs> like at Disneyland, you know what I'm talking about? Like when you like they break off the leg, nobody eats a whole turkey body at Disney. It's the turkey leg. Man, I would love it if they did that. That's like just isn't give that you a you... whole turkey body on a stick. Right? Chad, uh, Chad, do you feel bad about going with Johnny on this one? Yeah, you know, I'm feeling I'm feeling doubtful on this one now. Yeah, yeah, you should have changed. Is that really what you're going to go? Is that not right? No. That's not right. What That's are you not. breaking? The wishbone. Where the hell is that at? <laughs> I actually don't know. just making stuff Where up. Where is it? The wishbone is, is, I don't know, it's like the clavicle or something. Sometimes somewhere inside the turkey, you, you take it out, you people break it and make a wish come true. It's what like shape a, do you think the wishbone is? It's got like a stick or something. Well, that's what a bone looks like. But where do you find it, though? Nobody pulls that out. Yes, Is that they inside? Do. Yes, yeah, they pull they it do. out, it's and then you, you, each one of you holds each uh, aside, and then you pull, and whoever gets the bigger half of the wishbone gets their wish. Oh, now both of you get their wish because no, there's two pieces. There's two pieces. You got to break the good piece. Oh, That's geez. like a tradition. I don't I know. People know that. Do. Yeah, I thought you would have known. Final question. Charles, we'll give you a shot at this one. Uh, Charles, here we go. This is Johnny Doesn't Know, Thanksgiving edition. He's gotten most of them kind of right except for the last one. Um... Uh, <laughs> There's no way he'll know that thing in the middle of the table, the centerpiece that's full of all the fruit and stuff. Adam. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, and oh, you know what? No. I, I no, don't think he'll know the word. Know. And Klein, I don't think you'd be able to spell that word. I couldn't spell the word for sure. But do you, I think Johnny, it has all the letters in it. Everyone knows the traditional thing I'm talking about. It's usually full of a bunch of fruit and stuff. People see it as a centerpiece at Thanksgiving tables. Uh, what is it called? You can't spell platter? <laughs> the silver tray in the middle? That's not platter. What is it? Starts with a C. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey. Um, the crochet basket? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> the cornucopia. What the hell is that? Yeah, see, okay, now you guys are making stuff up, dude. Yeah. This is not that's fun. That's right, we're making it up. All right, congratulations. Uh, we'll pick one of you that got yours right, send you some Klein Alley show stuff. This is K-Rock. Sweet debits on a Friday morning from the world-famous K-Rock. You're going to want to hear about this because there is apparently a league that is taking place right now that I was unaware even existed. It's been happening for a few years now. I think I will become the biggest fan of this activity. And I thought I was going to when we learned about the banana nanners and I was all excited that there was kind of like a... The Savannah oh, Bananas. The, excuse me, the Savannah, Savannah Bananas, whatever they're called. Uh, we follow them on Instagram now. It's a great follow. Yeah, they. Uh, we realized they were doing like uh, what Harlem Globetrotters did for basketball, but for baseball... Got into that, and they came. They had a game at Rancho Cucamonga. We were all excited to go to it. And yeah, then, and their their games are so popular that they do a lottery system to for even tickets. Get tickets. Yep. Wow. This this sport that I'm about to tell you about, this team I'm about to tell you about, I think you're gonna like even more than that team. Really? Because there is an entire league of people playing basketball that I did not know existed because they are grandmothers. Oh, this is like an old people's secrets basketball edition? You gotta hear this. They don't miss. More than 400 women nationwide play in the Granny Basketball League. 400 <laughs> women nationwide are in the Granny Basketball League. I didn't even know that was Still a league. not that many, I mean. That's a lot. 400. It's more than the WNBA, I think. <laughs> I can beat them all by myself. No, I don't think so. Some of these women can ball. And, and by the way... <laughs> I don't know what the rules are. I think you have to be over a certain age to get in the league. I don't even think you have to be a grandmother. because I. Uh, you I just have to be old enough. Old enough. Yeah, because right. I was thinking, nowadays, I feel like there's some grandmothers that are like 32. Yeah. So right. they shouldn't be able to be in the granny basketball league just because they're technically a grandmother. No, you have to look like a traditional granny. Yeah, and they do. These women do. There's some of them do things you wouldn't believe they do. I didn't oh get my started God. until I was 65, so... But the older, the better. Some of them are like in their 80s, you know, 85. Hey, where'd you go? What? The you so that woman <laughs> Sounds start, like me. That woman started playing. Hey, where'd you go? When she was 65. <laughs> the other women, some of the stars of the league, like the Jordans, the LeBrons of that league, are in their 80s. Man. People, people think... come out just to see them not fall over, but a lot of them do fall. There's actually a whole part of the story about how that's one of the things that people come for. Are the just rolls? the screen on a grandma. Yeah, oh, it's a lot of it's a lot of pick and rolls, but no picks needed. They yeah, just but roll. there's some of that, like, you know, old man strength. Like, there's old granny strength, too. Some of them are freaking strong. Well, it, it, they do, uh, I mean, there are rules. The rules are similar to regular basketball. They're a little bit different. The uniforms and rules are also old school. But you're not supposed to be running. You're not supposed to be jumping. You can only dribble three times. So, <laughs> what the hell? You what kind of game were they playing? You can't run or jump, and you can only dribble three times? How do you even get across the court? Very slowly. <laughs> the games are not high scoring. I want to point that out. Uh, and I think they went back to shooting into an old peach basket, like the guy who invented basketball. Or shooting into a cornucopia. <laughs> yeah, it's really... They have brought the spirit of the game without all of the... You know, if, if regular NBA basketball is too exciting, too high scoring... Right. Maybe this is for you, and... Man, that but, gym probably smells so bad. <laughs> the strength of 40,000 mothballs yeah, hitting you at one time. So much polygrip. Uh, but the reality, is that, the reality is that 
these the stands are packed. Like I'm not all so ki- sterile. All kidding aside, like the stands are full of people, and no one can stand. And no one can stand. That's why they're so full. It's all sitter. No physical contact, and players must pass the ball down the court. Oh, that's all right. Offense is key. <laughs> so is staying on your feet. Now, this is the one issue. Gravity is the best defense we've learned in this game. <laughs> and a lot of the people fall over a lot. Because they're old. But, it but they're act- there to help each other up. It's not like, you know, you've got a life alert situation. You've got a lot of people that are there that are just like, boop. There you go. In the game I watched, there was three or four removed by stretcher. No. but You watched an entire game? But they weren't even players. (laughs) They were just friends of players. Unset our age isn't as good, so people just fall. And when they do... They don't. Lady, Did she say granny down? I think she, yeah, I think, I think oh, there's a, granny down. There's a woman that has to sit like in one of those chairs, like a lifeguard. She's guard, like the ball boy. And she yells out like granny down. And then she has to be more specific because it's like four down. They don't stay down for long. And then they help her up. Now with knee replacements, I mean, you're pretty good to go. It's like putting on any tire of a car, you know? <laughs> Keep it up, Whoa. guys. You can do it. These grannies <laughs> have games. So there you have it, Allie. What an exciting world that exists that I was unaware of. What a sport. What a new thing for you to bet on, Pine. Oh, God, man. I, I would love to gamble Do on this. Do you think if we got the show together and played these grannies in basketball that we'd be able to win? Because I don't think we'd be able to. Um, If it was the all-star grannies, like the best grannies from each team, they would probably beat us. But if we if we have to play by their rules, which is only three dribbles each... I'd, and probably, no I'd running. probably fall more than they would. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> they'd be like... And they'd be like, Lizzie down! Lizzie down! Lizzie <laughs> down! All right, let's get to your ADD news. Kick off a brand new hour of the show after that. Uh, the search for America's weirdest relative continues. A lot of people claim they have the weirdest relative. You may think you do. You'll be sitting with them in less than a week for Thanksgiving. But will they be wearing the sash, the ultimate sash that proves that they're the weirdest relative in America? Next week, we get to meet all these relatives that have been nominated. This week, though, and one final day of open nominations. Let me clear out some phone lines before we get to all of that, though, and assume why everyone is on the phone right now because we just heard the Red Hot Chili Peppers. As we say hello to, wow, this is going to change someone's life instantly. Is this Josh? This is Josh. Your caller 20. Oh, my God. I've been doing this all week and finally got in. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Was that every bit as magical as you thought it would be? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see Shirley Pepper's big-time fan. All right. Well, you're as good as in. We're a big-time fan out. of you. K-Rock Homeless Acoustic Christmas, the 32nd annual. Uh, will, will this be your first acoustic Christmas or your fifth? No, I, I went uh, last year and I think the year before, too. I'm, Very I'm cool. On. Well, listen, I'm, I'm thrilled you'll be there. December 9th, Kia Forum. You just won yourself tickets for listening to us, and uh, you tried all week. You failed a lot, a lot of busy signals, a lot of not getting throughs. But here you are, and it was totally worth it, wasn't it? Oh, totally worth it. Hold on one second. (laughs) That is Josh. Proof that anyone can win this. So uh, just be listening and be ready to call us. The next song, which we will have for you this morning at some point, is from, let me see here, Portugal the Man. Feel it still. That'll be your song. It'll happen at some point this morning. Could happen in five minutes. Could happen in one hour. Just be sure to call us when you hear it, and we will get you into the show. All right, let's get to your ADD news, and then we kick off a brand new hour of the show after that. Here we go. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD news. Anyway, I saw a dog today. 
All right, let's start with Klein's conspiracy theory and figure out if there is any truth to it. Yesterday, a couple of a couple of big celebrity news pieces broke. One with Snoop Dogg and one with Martha Stewart. Both of them saying they were giving up some things that they're well known for. Snoop was the first, and he put out an Instagram post saying the following. And it's like a black and white picture of Snoop doing like prayer hands. And it says, after much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. Um, now, he says very specifically, I've decided to give up smoke. Everyone has decided that means that Snoop Dogg is no longer going to be smoking weed or ingesting any kind of weed. That it remains to be seen. Then, Martha Stewart went on a show. And she said she canceled her Thanksgiving this year and said, I gave up Thanksgiving. I canceled. Nine guests canceled because somebody got sick. So I called up my chef friend and I said, we're not doing it. I've also cooked 14 turkeys already for a TV show. And I think I still have one more to cook for a different show. So forget it. I'm turkeyed out. And Klein, what is your theory? Well, it's obvious. I mean, the two of the, you know, Martha and Snoop are thick as thieves. They, um, they're in cahoots. They're always doing stuff together. They could be sleeping together, for all I know. They probably are. And I'm sure for Snoop to make the announcement he's given up smoke, very vague, very interesting terminology, could mean a million things. And then for Martha to say she's given up cooking Thanksgiving dinner, the two of them are going to announce some, some new product. product or special or something that is going to be as a result of these two announcements that everyone has picked up and run with now because it's got all this free exposure and promotion. You know what they but did? But it's got to be some kind of a weed-themed holiday. No, I don't think so. I, I think I, it's got to be because no. if, if Snoop is is quitting a weed thing and Martha's doing a different cooking thing, they're going to have some kind of a hybrid of those two. Yeah, but it's not going to be weed-based. It's going to be something very down the middle. It's going to be some new thing that they're launching, like a new... I don't even know what the product is. I'm not even going to guess, but it's going to be some something, and they're going to say, we just generated... Millions of dollars worth of free publicity by releasing these two separate announcements that we're quitting our favorite things, whatever. I would, I would love if nothing happened. Well. And they just <laughs> both quit listen, those things forever. If you listen to the show long enough, you'll realize I'm usually right. When I have a, my spidey sense tingling about something, okay. it's almost always spot on. All right. When escape rooms became a thing, it was kind of game over. Everyone was doing it. Couples, birthday parties, corporate team building experiences. And then the rage rooms happen where people pay money to smash the inside of a room for an hour and let off steam. You know, what's interesting about the rage rooms and the escape rooms is that Thanksgiving dinner with the family was like the original both of those. You think about Thanksgiving that. Thanksgiving dinner was an escape room? Yeah, like you're like, all right, how long do I have to sit here before I can oh, like, leave? Oh, right, and like get, how, when can I get out? Yes, that, that whole thing. We have to wait till you know, Uncle Tom tells his story again. And then you have to create your own escape room within the escape room. Right. Like, okay, if I go to the garage for a while, no one will talk to me. Right. I'll that, just say I have to go get something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, ice, I'm on that. Yeah, get in the garage. I'll right. just be on my phone for 10 minutes. Um, anyway... Rage rooms specifically have hit their first road bump and they said a growing trend is now people are booking these rooms and then having sex in them. And some owners of rage rooms say they experience some form of lewd activity like heavy petting, intense makeout sessions, stripping down to underwear or having full on sex. They experience those incidents at least twice a month. And they said own, the owner said that when these people book the rage rooms and they rage out, they get into this primal space where suddenly they get all like charged up and horned up and they just huh. get, they were like, ah, and they just want to strip their clothes off and they just like 
it's it's smash room really turns into a smash room. Yeah, but I thought rage rooms is all shards of glass everywhere, broken fish tanks. I think that's even hotter. And then like people- having sex on top of a broken TV, it just feels like, man, my life is a mess. It's like crazy Johnny Depp status. Well, that's kind of cool. I like that. All right, there you go. Get into your rage rooms while you can. We uh, kick off a brand new hour of the show in two minutes after Blink right here on K-Rock.